Every day in Massachusetts, people are held in jail just because they can't afford bail. According to Massachusetts law, bail is meant to ensure that people return to court. In practice, however, prosecutors don't use bail to ensure that individuals return on their court date. They use it to keep people in jail, asking the judge to set the bail so high that the individual won't be able to pay it, keeping them locked up. This has devastating consequences on individuals and their families, forcing people out of their homes, jobs, and communities. Incarceration of even a few days can have serious impact on defendants' families, housing, employment, and health. People are fired from jobs, evicted from public housing, dropped from public assistance, and kicked out of shelters. Students miss classes, and parents lose custody of their children. These disastrous effects impact the poor most of all. In this episode, we'll dive into the effects of bail in the Massachusetts criminal justice system, what it is, and how it works. We'll also be talking about the Massachusetts Bail Fund, an organization working towards the abolition of bail and what needs to be done. I'm Carrie. I'm Glenn, and this is episode four of Roses in the Valley by the DSA of the Merrimack Valley. When someone is arrested in Massachusetts, a bail commissioner at the police station or a judge at the courthouse decides whether or not the individual will be required to provide money to ensure that they return to court. This money is their bail. After the individual returns to court, the money is returned to them once a case closes. If the person cannot afford the bail set, they will be held in jail until their case is over. Some spend months or years in jail awaiting the conclusion of their cases simply because they couldn't afford their bail, sometimes as little as $50. Research by Jessica Symes, an assistant professor of sociology at Boston University, found that Massachusetts locks up a disproportionate number of residents from smaller, more disadvantaged cities and towns. Quote, the main driver for these incarcerations is bail, said Ms. Arhens of the Prison Project, adding, quote, the only reason most of these people are being held is that they're poor, end quote. It's supposed to force people to return, but all it does is force low-income people to serve pretrial sentences, said Atara Rich Shea, manager of operations at the Massachusetts Bail Fund. We have posted bail as low as $25, which is disgusting, she said, adding the non-refundable $40 commissioner fee just deepens the cut. It's a cost families don't get back, Miss Rich Shea continued. She said that while bail is paid in cash, it's returned by check, making it hard for people without easy access to a bank to get the money quickly or be forced to redeem at a check cashing facility with yet another service fee. These seem like small indignities, Rich Shea says, but they are actually large when we're talking about people with fixed, low, or no incomes. The Massachusetts Bail Fund was created to address the systemic inequality caused by the prominent use of bail in the state's criminal justice system. Using alternated funds, the Bail Fund provides bail assistance for low-income individuals. A man allegedly shot and nearly killed another man outside a crowded bus in Dudley Square last summer. Prosecutors of Suffolk District Attorney Rachel Rollins could have made sure the alleged shooter remained behind bars until his trial by asking a judge to find him dangerous and order him held without bail. This would have been the reasonable thing to do. Instead, they do what prosecutors in Suffolk County usually do. They ask the judge to impose bail so high that the man, who had limited resources, probably couldn't afford it. This is how bail is being used by prosecutors in Massachusetts, and it is wrong. It punishes people without money before they even have a trial. 
The Massachusetts Bail Fund came up with the $50,000 bail, and the alleged shooter was set free until his trial. Since then, the Massachusetts Bail Fund has come under intense scrutiny by government officials and prosecutors, pointing to instances where the group paid the bail money for alleged criminals of serious crimes, like the shooter, letting them free until their court date. Are some people too dangerous to be out freely in public? Yes. When someone is accused of a serious crime like rape or murder, prosecutors should request a dangerousness proceeding to keep the suspect away from the public where they could potentially cause serious harm. What prosecutors should definitely not do is what they're doing now, relying on bail to keep people locked up. We have seen prosecutors improperly rely on high bail instead of going through the appropriate legal channels including dangerousness proceedings, said Ivan Espinoza Madrigal, executive director of Lawyers for Civil Rights. They continue, This is wrong and illegal. Relying on high bail perpetuates a two-tiered system of injustice where low-income people remain in jail, while the wealthy, including those accused of reprehensible crimes, go free. So, is bail unjust? Yes. Because innocent before proven guilty shouldn't have a price tag. Thank you for listening to Roses in the Valley. Our sources are MassBailFund.org, Sam Cody from The Telegram and Gazette, and Andrea Estes from The Boston Globe. Apologies for any names we mispronounced. On the next episode of Roses in the Valley, we'll be talking about internet hacktivist Aaron Swartz and his legacy.